Welcome to Program Perceptions, which is a podcast geared towards dissecting ways we might have been programmed and talking through our perceptions. My name is Dr. Tanisha Barton, and in this episode, I am actually going to talk about proximity partners. So one of the things that I try really hard to do through my podcast is talk about things that matter to me and talk about things that have influenced me and that have, you know, been very helpful, not helpful, obviously things that I'm frustrated with um, and things like that. However, one of the things that I have realized is how impactful my husband has been to me without him knowing, so indirectly. Um, So because his proximity to me is obviously, we live together, so it's very close. There are so many things that he is able to bring to me and bring um, into our relationship that I didn't realize until recently. So also another thing, this is my perception on my relationship with my husband. He's not on this episode. Um, I'm still working to try to get him to come on an episode because quite frankly, If it's ever him and I in a room, nobody really wants to hear anything I have to say. They always want to hear everything he has to say. Um, But he's allowing me to do my own thing, which is kind of cool. Um, We'll table that for another day. Who knows? Maybe I'll have him on as a guest one day and I will shock the world. Um, But anyways, one of the things that I mentioned to him um, a while ago now, again, I've said before through COVID, I, I lose track of days, so it could have been a month ago, it could have been a couple of days ago. Um, but one of the things I told him was how much his, how, how, how many things he does that influence me because it's, it's within our home. So for those of you, nobody will know this because you're not in our home, but one of the things that my husband always does is he streams old speeches or he'll watch motivational things or informational things um, all, all the time. So it it, it it could be a podcast that he's listening to. It could be an old speech from Malcolm X. It can be anything that he's listening to and, and garnering information from. When it's blasting through our house or if he's working out and I can hear it, I'm all I'm picking up on so many things because he's in proximity to me. For full transparency, he used to always listen to Dave Ramsey's podcast, and he would just listen to it over and over and over, um, different episodes, different things. If we went to the grocery store, he would play Dave Ramsey um, all the time. And one day I was just kind of like, okay, what book is Dave Ramsey always talking about? Like, what is he even talking about? And when I started reading Dave Ramsey's book and then associating Dave Ramsey's book with his principles, with the podcasts that my husband was constantly playing. That's when I jumped on um, track in order to um, listen to, you know, Dave Ramsey and to really buy into, really buy into Dave Ramsey. And the reason why that's important is because I, he didn't make me do anything. But his proximity to me and me hearing what he was doing and me hearing how um, he was, how he was taking in information and kind of hearing things that are important, important to him allowed me to realize, you know what, 
maybe I can do a better job at meeting him where he's at. And so I was able to meet him where he was at mentally, just in terms of financial stuff and really providing um, a place for me to land and a place for me to understand certain principles that I might not have understood previously. Um, he gave me that through some of the things that he was that that he does that I don't even realize that he does, but it helps me. And so again, he doesn't, I've told, I recently told him, Hey, you know, what's funny is like, there are so many times where I'm just like sitting around and just minding my own business, but I'm hearing the things that you're listening to and they are impacting me and they're making me want to learn and they're making me want to grow just by you doing nothing, saying nothing, but me hearing it. And it's almost like that positive reinforcement. And then obviously um, being that he's my spouse and he's my partner, we live in the same house. I then now want to learn more and understand what he, where he's coming from, understand the things um, that he's, that matter to him and understand why he's listening to certain things, understanding why um, those things matter to him. And so that is something that I think has helped me and something that motivates me. And so I wanted to get on here and talk about this because I think as human beings, especially when we have people around us who are positive influences and who can really help us see things in a way that we might not see them ourselves. Um, he has been a phenomenal asset to me in order of just like transitioning myself, giving myself some power, um, giving myself the ability to understand more, to think differently, to want to think differently, to take some time to figure out what matters and what doesn't. And quite frankly, the other thing that it does, it lets me know what has his ear. So in order for us to be able to communicate, in order for us to have um, conversations about certain things, I am able to understand where he's coming from. And I'm able to say like, oh, okay. So right now he's really interested in everything finance. Perfect. I'm also interested in that too. Like, let's talk about that. Or, okay, I'm noticing he's listening to a ton of motivational speakers. Like what's, what is he trying to get motivated for? Like what's motivating him? Um, and so it allows me to have this different connection with him because I am learning about what he cares about just being in proximity. So there have been so many articles out about proximity principles and, and all of those great things, which are great. There's nothing wrong with any of those things. Um, I think they are all fantastic tools. But one of the things that is interesting to me is how my proximity just to my partner has impacted my thinking, has impacted the things that I pay attention to, has impacted the things that um, change me, motivate me, um, get me inspired to do certain things. Um, so I, I don't know. I just think that that it's awesome. And so I wanted to kind of share that. I think one of the other things um, that is interesting. So um, my, my husband listens to the secret to success podcast. And so um, he loves it. He doesn't listen to it all the time, but when he does listen to it, he goes, he, he like listens to all the episodes and honey, if you're listening, sorry, I'm not going to continue to tell everybody all your business, but this is important to make the point. Um, but hearing again, hearing the things that he's listening to, hearing where his passions are at, hearing the things that motivate him, hearing 
the people that he's absorbing information from hearing um, where he where he gets value from information is so important for me as his partner, but also because he might be listening to something that I might need to be listening to, but I didn't know I needed to be listening to it, listening to it because I never heard about it because I just didn't know. And so I am a firm believer in him being my absolute best decision I've ever made in my entire life has been choosing to marry this man. Um, he has provided consistency, stability, honesty. Um, there's a transparentness through him and through our relationship that I, as a woman, I am able to understand and dig deeper and really challenge myself to really meet the moment. And am I always perfect? Absolutely not. But there's something pure about having a partner that when you feel like you're in proximity to your partner, you are better because of your proximity. I think that is amazing. And there's just something about that that makes me that makes me whole. It even just saying it, it makes my heart race um, a little faster. But anytime my husband is around me, I immediately feel stronger. Um, we did a photo shoot back in November, and I was taking some photos for my website. So programperceptions.com, if you want to look and see what photos I'm talking about. So I'm in all black. I was taking photos by myself. They were okay. Um, they're, they're, they turned out pretty cute. But what you will never see um, is there was a time where I was taking photos and I just wasn't feeling cute. I wasn't feeling sexy. I wasn't feeling confident. Like I just wasn't feeling myself. Um, my husband, though, pulled out his phone and started taking pictures of me. When he pulled out his phone and I realized that he was taking pictures of me, all of a sudden, I there was a confidence. <laughs> all of a sudden, I was like, oh, I can pose. Oh, you want me to smile? Of course I can smile. Oh, okay, chin up. Okay, absolutely. Again, just his proximity to me made me change my, my thinking and the way that I was seeing things because that is the energy that he brings to me. And so some of you are listening to this and you're probably like, oh God, this is so sick. Gag me like, ew. Or some of you are probably saying like, Tanisha, what you're describing is love. You're in love, blah, blah, blah. I get all of those things, but I want to encourage you to find a partner or a person who does that for you. Find you a proximity partner who creates this environment of love and support and where you feel like when that person's around, um, it just, it just takes you and the things that you can learn and the things that you can do to another level. Um, because I think, again, I think that that matters. And I think that, um, all of these things allow you to be the best you. Um, and so I think it's important to just share out like, again, Proximity are written in books, written in all these things, but having a partner within great proximity that helps you be these things is amazing. The other thing um, that I will say is when you have a, um, a partner or a friend who is in your proximity that is doing you a disservice, all of the feelings I described about feeling safe, feeling secure, feeling confident, all those things, they disappear. Because now you have this person that is sucking the life out of you. And so they're sucking away all of those things and all of those gooey feelings that you want to feel. You no longer get them. 
And so think about that when you're choosing your friends, when you're choosing people that you want to give your time to, your time is the best currency you, ha you have. Your time is the only thing, well, there's a lot of things in life you probably have control over, but your time, it, it, that's your control. You control your time. And so allowing yourself the opportunity to be happy in all your situations and allow yourself to feel um, in, empowered in your space and confident in your space, um, choose your proximity partners wisely. I think it's important. Um, and also if you are like me in a relationship, look, pay attention to what your partner is doing. Pay attention to what your partner was doing when they have their own time. So when they might be cooking dinner or when they might be working out or when they're showering or when they're, you know, have their earphones on listening to podcasts or when they have, you know, when they're in their moment and doing their own thing, um, what is their thing? Do they like sports? Is sports their thing? Um, what, what, what is that something that motivates them? What is something that keeps them going? What are they interested in? I think that matters. I think the other thing is, and I just realized there are moments where we walk around our house and we both have our, you know, or we're both watching different things or interacting with different things. And so one of us might have our earphones on, one of us might not have our earphones on. Um, but one of the things that I'm learning to appreciate around my household is when I hear noises coming from something that he's interested in. And um, I, there's something I'm, I'm smiling, trying to keep from laughing, but there is something so great of hearing the things that he's hearing and, and seeing what's on his heart or seeing what's on his mind that I'm able to just know where he's at, right? If he's needing something motivational or if he's listening to, um, like I said, Malcolm X's speeches, if he's listening to um, Rosa Parks' autobiography, if he's listening to Marcus Garvey's, you know, something or another, if he's listening to Jamaican news or like whatever he's listening to, it is so nice to be aware of what's going on in his space because again, all of that stuff matters and all I'm doing is tuning into him. All I'm doing is tuning in to things that he is doing and some things that he might be going through or not going through or some things that he's celebrating or um, ways that he's processing information and that matters. So um, this <laughs> this episode in a, in a weird way has kind of turned out to me praising and honoring my husband for being absolutely phenomenal for being my rock and being um everything that is great which that's fine for me if that if that is how you're interpreting this episode <laughs> that's totally fine because he is pretty phenomenal but one of the things i just wanted to say is like take inventory take inventory of the people that you have around you um what is working what's not working um what are the people that you have closest to you doing how, how are they interacting? Are, are they motivating you? Are they draining your energy? Do you always feel like you're solving their problems? Are they making you laugh? Like, what does that look like? What is that inventory like for you? I'm a middle child. I, by default, become everybody's gatekeeper of all things, which is totally fine. I have no problem playing that role. Um, being a middle child is, it is what it is, right? If there is a problem, I'm probably going to get a phone call. If there's something that needs to be solved, I'm probably going to get a phone call. If there is something, you know, going on that I need to know about, I'm probably going to get a phone call. Um, what that also does, though, is I also 
I don't get that same in reverse. There's not a lot of times where I hear people around me saying, oh my gosh, Tanisha, I'm so proud of you. It's so amazing that you did this thing. You're so, it's so amazing that you figured that out. Like, I don't really hear that a lot. And I think it's because I'm usually everybody's place that they come to, to talk through things about. Now it's up to me to just, to distinguish a boundary between, Hey, I'm busy or not answering the phone or not wanting to tolerate that. Trust me. I'm not here to say that nobody ever checks on me. That's not fair. I have a husband. He checks on me. Totally, totally fine. I have friends that check on me. But what I am saying um, is we've all seen the quote, right? Check on your strong friends. I am in most cases the strong friend. And so I am in most cases the place where people come to um, in order to vent or to get peace of mind. And that is fine. But why that is fine, I think, and what keeps my tank full and what allows me to process and feel loved and supported and knowing what's going on is the connection that I feel with my husband. Because like I said, in our home, I'm, I'm, I'm constantly getting, I, it's filled with things that matter to him. And in, 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 in turn, it allows me to open up my mind too. Um, I also will get lovely emails sometimes, or, um, I'm on a health kick. If he sees a healthy book I should read, or if he sees a good article or things like that, he sends to me. But again, the proximity to my partner uh, is a weight lifted. I chose probably the best partner I could choose for me. I needed a strong man. I needed a man to tell me no. I needed a man that was going to push me. That was going to motivate me. Um, and that was going to make me feel loved and supported. And that was going to quite frankly be okay when I wasn't feeling loved and, and, and be able to provide, um, that good space for me. Um, so, you know, a lot of people talk about like work-life balance. I think my husband is my balance. Um, we're, we're completely opposite, but completely different. But again, did I say completely, we're completely opposite, but completely different. Yeah, that's actually accurate. Um, who knows? Maybe I'll have him as a guest one day and him and I can talk about how we're completely opposite, um, in a lot of regards, but how we're just alike, um, in a lot of ways. So it's actually pretty interesting, but, um, again, take inventory, see, see what's going on in your life, see who your proximity partners are, um, see how they're impacting your life, see how they're changing your life. Um, quite frankly, ask yourself, what have I learned from my partner? I often laugh because there are so many things that I've learned from my husband that quite frankly, I didn't even think I cared to know. And I'm constantly learning every day. So again, what, what are you learning from this person that is around you more often than anybody? Or what are you learning from your friends? Okay. Well, like, what are they educating you? How are they impacting you? Um, I, want to take a second and, and talk about some of my my closest friends whom I love dearly. Um, my my best friend in the entire world, she has four kids. Um, her and I, if you look at us on pen and paper, there's a lot of things we don't have in common. But the way that she handles her business and takes care of herself as a single mother with four kids and just makes things happen, I respect the hell out of that. And there are things that she's teaching me and showing me in life that she's doing that creates this amazing balance for me. It's amazing. Um, her name is Krista. Um, I have another friend, Courtney, who um, has a child that has special needs. And so watching her navigate through that and stay so positive and stay so sweet and stay so humble, she's one of the nicest friends I have. Um, again, she she's giving me something 
that I didn't even know that I needed to experience. And it's amazing to witness and be a friend to. Um, I have another friend, Cressida, who is very um, religious and I respect the hell out of that. Um, she's younger than me. We've known each other, I think for like, seems like 10 years now, but it could be eight. I'm not sure. But like her love for um, the word and, and, and the things that she says to me and, and the, her, the way that she navigates through life, that inspires me because again, it's different from me. Um, I had a different experience growing up, but so she's able to provide things for me that like are so different that I didn't even know that I needed. Um, and again, like I, there's so many people that I could get on here and just talk about like how each of these people impact me. Um, but it's, it's cool to witness. I mean, I have two cousins whom I love my first cousins, Lannis and Anitra, who are polar opposites of each other. If you are listening to this episode or you know them, um, you know that they're polar opposite. Um, but the way that they go through life and the way that they look at situations and the way that they go through and navigate is completely different. And so they both provide something completely different for me and it's helping me. And they are within my proximity. And that's important because I want to learn and be different. Um, and I want to have people around me who are allowing me to grow, but also allowing me to see their growth. I think that that's important. And so again, I could go on and on and on about the people that I have around me in my life. I will be honest and say, I don't connect with every single friend I have every day. I have a very tight circle. Um, my people are my people, um, period. I have certain people who I will always look out for and I will always adore regardless of what happens in life because I, I I knew them in high school. So um, Ariel, if you're listening, you're one of those friends. Danielle, if you're listening, you're one of those friends. Tina, if you're listening, uh, you're one of those friends. Kim, if you're listening, like those four girls, Pam, um, love you. So like those people, no matter what, um, those are my people. Do I talk to them every day? No. Um, do I, you know, check on them as often as I, as I could? Um, probably not, but like, those are my, those are my people. Um, I have a whole, a whole kickball team of a core group of girls that we played together for years. Like those are my girls. So again, I'm one of those people that who I keep around me, who I have in my proximity matters. And quite frankly, I feel like as a married woman, that proximity, the most important proximity to me is my husband. And so having him around me and creating such a loving, safe and humbling environment allows me to ensure that I can provide that type of environment to the people around me and to my friends um, and to the things that I do. And so it just, it just spills out. Um, if you are single, you still have friends, right? What, what people do you have around you? What type of environment are they bringing to you? Are they bringing a loving environment around you? Are they bringing an honorary environment around you? Um, it matters. And so um, I just wanted to, like I said, just talk a little bit through partner proximity, why it matters, how it's impacted me, how it continues to influence me every day. Um, also, I guess too, something that I'm trying to say, and I know my husband will listen to this at some point. If you have a partner that you live with that you're constantly telling him what he's listening to is too loud, or you're constantly trying to keep him quiet and keep him muted because he's interrupting your, your time and your space, I would just suggest to um, be, be open-minded to what he or she is doing. So if your partner is playing something and it's annoying you and they play it every day, 
um, pay attention to what it is they're playing. They, that might be an avenue that you can use to talk to them. That might be something, a new hobby that they're picking up on that you might want to just see what's going on. Um, I, we've had arguments and I've used some of the information I've heard through a podcast episode or something he was listening to, to help make my point. And it was received because he knew that it was coming from a loving place, right? So just, I, I just want to say like, don't, don't dim your partner's light. Don't shut them up. Um, listen to what they're doing. Pay attention to what they're doing. If you're a man and you're listening to this, like pay attention um, to what your partner is doing too. If your partner, if you're a man and your partner is a man, pay attention. If your partner is a woman and you're a woman, pay attention. If you are in a heterosexual relationship, like pay attention. Like I just feel like as humans, we've got to start paying more attention to what people around us are doing because those things that people are doing around us will impact you. If you are a parent, I am not a parent, but I'm going to give this advice. If you are a parent, pay attention to the things that your children are doing. What are they listening to? What what things are they are, are they picking up on or are they passionate about or are they into? That gives you a really good insight to what's going on in people's lives. So again, I don't mean to get on the soapbox. I feel like sometimes it kind of feels very soapbox-y. Um, but I just say all of this today to say, pay attention to your proximity, your, your proximity partners, um, pay attention to the things that you allow around you and allow the people around you to reveal themselves to you. Because quite frankly, a lot of people that you have around you might reveal yourself themselves to you. And it might be an amazing thing. And you might be like, oh my gosh, this is why I love this person. But the opposite can happen as well. Somebody might reveal themselves to you and you might go, holy crap, this person is not who I want to be around. And this person is not who I want to be associated with. And bam, you've saved some time, effort, energy, and probably a lot of heartache. So um, again, pay attention to the people around you. Pay attention to who you let close to you, who you let interfere, interfere with your thinking, um, and who you let really um, get to you and, uh, and allow you to be who you are. And um, who you allow to be a part of your success or your failures. And quite frankly, who you take feedback from and who, who are your people, know your people, know your people, love your people, value your people. Um, but make sure you're learning from your people because I think that that's important. And so, um, I will stop rambling as always. If you want to, um, subscribe on wherever you're listening to this podcast, please feel free to, free to subscribe so you can get all my latest episodes. If you want to leave a review on my podcast, please feel free to do so. If you want to follow me, my professional <laughs> Instagram um, is Program Perceptions on Instagram. If you are interested in looking at my website and just seeing more about what I'm blogging about, more about what I'm talking about, um, my website is actually Program Perceptions as well. Um, I do have a blog that I keep up with. It's kind of fun. Feel free to subscribe there as well. You'll get a notification anytime I send out new blog posts. Um, and then if you just want to follow my personal social media account, my name on Instagram is, um, Dr. Tanisha Barton, um, to give you just a little bit more insight about who I am and the things I like to do and the things that I enjoy. But as always, thank you for listening so much. Focus on your, um, proximity partners, because I promise you it will make the world of difference. Um, if my husband is listening to this or when my husband listens to this, I love you. Um, and I hope that listening to this episode brings a smile to your face. 
Um, remember, your perceptions aren't always reality. Sometimes they are the lens in which you have been programmed. Thank you so much for listening.